Two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in Norfolk. Rather than be at each other's throats competing for territory like crap Colombian cartel leaders, they have joined together with the aim of banging on about UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town. Here we are at Pablo and Mrs. Pablo's wedding at last. Everyone's looking amazing. And uh, yeah, let's go in and uh, get this job done. Uh, I'll let you into a secret, people of the pod. I've hidden a microphone inside Pablo's wedding suit so we can have front row seats for this one. Hope you enjoy it. Yeah, let's settle down. Shh, shh. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here in the sight of God and in the face of this congregation to join together this man Pablo and this woman Mrs. Pablo in holy matrimony. I've got a lot to do this week and, I, and I'm just wanting to go signifying unto us yeah, the mystical busy, union busy, busy that is betwixt Christ uh, and his church. I, I think we could probably shave a bit of, uh, carve off a little bit of time. I've Which got... holy estate Christ adorned and beautified with his presence and first miracle that he wrought yes. in Cana of Galilee. And I've read this before, a few weeks ago, and I'm thinking to myself, um, you're full of shit. And is commended in holy writ to be honourable among all men. And therefore is not by any to be enterprised nor taken in hand. Yes. Unadvised. Yes. Lightly. Yes. Or wantonly. Yeah. But reverently. Yes. Discreetly. Yes. Soberly. <laughs> and in the fear of God. Fuck off, love. Duly considering the causes for which matrimony was ordained. These two persons present come now to be joined. Yes. Therefore. If any man can show any just cause why they may not lawfully be joined together, let him now speak. <laughs> or else hereafter, forever, hold his peace. Come on, Kai. I require and charge you both, as you will answer at the dreadful day of judgment, when the secrets of all hearts shall be disclosed. Let's get away from this nutcase. That if either of you know any impediment why ye may not be lawfully joined together in matrimony, ye do now confess it. We might, it, there's, merit, there's merit in not even putting that in. Or be ye well assured that so many as are coupled together otherwise than God's word doth allow are not joined together by God, neither is their matrimony lawful. We're not going to change it too much, it's been working for so, yeah. Wilt thou have this woman to thy wedded wife? Yes. To live together according to God's law in the holy estate of matrimony? Yes. Wilt thou love her? Yes. Comfort her, yes. honour and keep her? Yes. In sickness and in health? Yeah. And forsaking all other, keep thee only unto her, yes. so long as ye both shall live. Should we have a think about that and come back? Let's go. Episode number 47 of the Promoter Mouse podcast. Hello, Pablo. 
Hello, Kai. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks, mate. I'm good. What, what have you been up to? Well, you know, um, been a bit of a busy week for me and uh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Pablo. Yeah, mate. Yeah, well. I may say congratulations. Oh, thank, thank you very to much, To you mate. and the, the new Mrs. Pablo. Uh, it's really hard to believe that you, Pablo Donaldio, are a newly married man. Did you have a nice day on Saturday? Oh, it it was a really great day, you know, and um, all the people around us uh, were important to us. Well, to be honest, I'm surprised to see you here. I thought you'd be, I thought I'd be flying solo, and I I, I genuinely thought you'd still be on honeymoon, to be honest. (laughs) I've got to say, though, Pablo, I thoroughly enjoyed the wedding. Great to see all your friends and family there. And a couple of the patrons were there as well. There was Cy and Steve, double-barrelled vagina name pie, uh, were there. And the first dance was magical. The band were brilliant. True, Truescape did us proud. Yes. Uh, great, great band. Young young lads. Uh, and they're really tight. Do you know what I mean, Kai? They're tight as musicians. They're, they're together. They are. And do you know what? And, uh, at the assembly rooms where it all took place... Uh, they look like a proper band up on the stage. I've only I've seen them a couple of times at the White Horse. They were there, you know. That's how you introduced them to me. Yeah, yeah. You, you remember the night we were at White Horse, and we, well, I finished up with. Uh, I think we've alluded to this in previous episodes when we I finished up with two pints of San Miguel, one in each hand. When uh, I didn't even get wrong glassed on that night because um, oh, that was the I night was drinking. I was drinking San Miguel. Eh. Yeah, that was the night Simon put all that uh, ale on for you. And and what did you do? Yeah, well, well, you just have one of those days when you don't fancy an ale when you actually just fancy a pint of lager. Well, I. And I I did say at the time I fancy a pint, but he went to all that trouble because he's a. He, he, He's a he's a good landlord, you know that Simon. He put on all four of his real ales. There were the the Young's Bitter on, and uh, uh, he has uh, Tim Taylor's landlord. Though he usually runs out of that one when I get there, and uh, um, <clears throat> black yeah, sheep. Yeah. And but he doesn't replace it, does he? That's the problem. He just leaves it there. Well, no, he doesn't replace it because he has to get the next one ready. You know, okay. you can't. To sell good real ale, Kai, you have to be prepared to sell to, to throw it away. You know, you, you can't serve crap crap pints, right? Because if you serve crap pints, then uh, people not coming back. So you have to get it ready. It's uh, in its prime condition after it's been tapped for a day. I seem to have learned quite a lot about real ale just lately. Well, yeah, I mean, you do drink a lot of it, Pablo. It's got to be fair to say, hasn't it? And uh, I will say though, at your wedding though. At your wedding, it was only sort of bottled beers and that they were selling, and there was no draft ale. And I, I, I can see how you feel now when you go into the White Horse and he hasn't got a barrel on, you know, and he flips a sign round and you've got to drink whatever's left. No, no, he always that. does have a barrel on, Kai. Right, he has a barrel on, but he might not have on the one that I like. Have you been to uh, the White Horse lately? Um, well... I don't go as often as I should, to be honest. Um, I, sh- I should probably spend a bit more time there because Simon, he, he's a he's a top bloke, and because it was him that introduced Truescape to me, you're saying they looked like a brilliant band all up on the stage. They did, but when we go to the White Horse, they're standing around the fireplace with their instruments, and it, it's a bit more like you know Simon's kids having a jam in the living room, isn't it? That's what it's a bit more like. But when they were up on the stage, they looked like a proper band. That's what I'm saying. The last time I went into the White Horse, 
I was really surprised to find that I was served a pint of lager with the label just askew, just pointing towards my shoulder, and I, I, I was going to bring him up on it, but I, we, I didn't know who to blame. We, we've had this, we've had this problem before there, so I think we should stop, stop banging on about all the things he does wrong, and maybe try and give him some credit for some of the great things he does because he's a pretty damn fine landlord, you know. Now I don't know how to get out of this now, to be honest, <laughs> um, because I don't think, I don't think Pablo. I don't think we're fooling anybody with this. I don't. I really don't think people listening believe for one minute that you are Pablo. And I thought it'd be a brilliant idea. It sort of is a brilliant idea, isn't it? Isn't it, Simon? Well, if I'm honest, <laughs> Pablo, or what I mean, Simon, um, I thought we'd get away with it, to uh, be honest. I don't think we've fooled anyone. For anybody listening, apologies. This is how desperate I've been today. I've had to try and get somebody else in because Pablo Donaldio is on his honeymoon. I think he's out of order, to be honest, mate. I think he's out of order. I um, mean, there's love and getting married, and then there's there's the promotion there's your commitment. podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, thought he was committed actually, but Pablo is off in Jamaica uh, for two weeks, and I've been left holding the baby. It's not fair, is it's it? It's really? not. It's not. Muggins here has to knock out. And I'll tell you what, I've knocked a few things out in this room. And hello, Simon Peck. Hello, Kai. How pa- are you? Patron to the Promoter <coughs> Mouse podcast. Thank you so much for popping in. Um, I thought we would maybe sustain an hour of that. No. It's not going <laughs> to happen, is it? <laughs> We've got a very special episode this episode. And it is one w- w- which will include Pablo and Mrs. Pablo. Um, at some point um, we'll be giving them a call in a bit uh, and uh, chatting to them about their honeymoon I'm going to go and interrupt their honeymoon You're actually going to interrupt their honeymoon oh yes oh, yep I've got I've got the phone on hold here and I'm going to be calling him up and finding out what he's doing well what in, would you be doing on honeymoon well <laughs> with Mrs Pablo well <laughs> I'd just be watching probably watching um, <laughs> he sent me a he sent me a video the other day and he was watching the television in Jamaica and he was going through the channels and there was a movie on, there was some news and there was a bit of sport. And then there was a children's TV show and then the next channel was hardcore, uncensored pornography on telly. There were about three channels of that and he sent me the video and I sent back a message saying, hang on a minute, could you send me some more of that? <laughs> That's what they've got in the hotel rooms. Really? Yep. Do you think they need that? On the honeymoon. They shouldn't do, really, should they? Maybe it's to get them in the mood. Get them in the mood. Um, yes. So, Simon Peck, I'm, um, I'm not surprised you're here because you've been trying for so long. Tricked your way in. What, to infiltrate it? Yep. You thought, well, I'll just turn up and he'll just think I'm Pablo if I get the voice little, right. little tap on the door. Yep, that's right. And, uh, and you've t- taken advantage of me at my most vulnerable. That's what you've done. <laughs> I hate to think of that guy. That's not not a good thought, is it, really? No. So, coming up, we have Week Roundup. Praise be. Comedy rumours. Forward slash. Shithousery. Parking like a twat in Loddon and Chedgrave. Seagull news. Opinion whores. Hellfire and damnation. And contrition. There we go. Lovely. Now... I think I'll give um I think I'll give Pablo a call and see what his week was like. You're gonna give him a ring? Yeah. all the way over in Jamaica. Yeah. 
No. Yeah. What time of the day is it there? I don't care. We, you might wake him up. He might be performing. Well. <laughs> it's his honeymoon. You can't ring a man on his honeymoon. Um, hello. In a country when you don't know what the time is. It... Hello. Hi, Pablo. It's Kai. Hello, mate. Um, I won't keep you, mate, because I know you're busy. And uh, uh, we were just talking about um, the week roundup. And have you got anything you want to add? I don't know if you want to put this in, but yesterday was a fantastic day. We, um, we did a couple of excursions. I um, wasn't sure I was going to feel up to it because I needed a few days rest after the uh, old jet lag and that. We got on a little bus. And then we went to a place called Thumbs River Falls. Which is at, presumably it's at the end of the river. It must be because they must get the water from somewhere. But what you do is you climb up these rocks to the top. Every uh, stop is a picture opportunity. And, and these raster men sort of help you up. And turn it into a right laugh. Brilliant. Brilliant. And then after that, we went to Bob Marley's house in the arse end of Jamaica somewhere. It took us forever to get there. Absolutely forever. To be on the back of a bus. They insisted. Absolutely insisted. That I smoked a big fat bifter. I was a bit reluctant to at first. And I thought, no, well, I can't upset them. Absolutely insisted. So I was, I, I, I'm going to have to smoke a big fat pifter, wandering around Bob Marley's house, drinking red stripe. So I did that. That was fantastic. So I did that. Brilliant. I took one for the team. You know, some people might think that's immoral. But um, I, I had to do it, so I did it. They actually get insulted if you don't. I, I had to do it, so I did it. So, you know, I, I, I did that. I, I did it for both me and Heidi. You know, she's, she's not so keen. And that, 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 was, that was really good. It, it was really nice. Sense of media. Sense of media. Just realised, Kai, I'm actually in heaven. I'm sat on the beach. I'm sat on the beach with a, uh, a, a rum and coke. 
beautiful sunshine. I've never felt more alive. Just got told off by Heidi. But not adding with Heidi. After the Roman coke. You know, some people might think that's immoral. And then, to top everything off, when I got home, Heidi for the jacuzzi. <laughs> Don't put that bit in. Cheers. Okay, I've got a couple of phrases on here. I've got Doug Carter, comedian, came to do one of my gigs on Thursday. I just want to praise Doug Carter for being an all-round good guy. And he wasn't really well leading up to the gig. But, um, he kept me updated. He kept saying, you know, I'm going to make it. I'll, I'll, uh, and I was a bit worried that he might have the, uh, old, uh, the old COVIDs. But he assured me he didn't. But he drove bloody miles to come across cross country to do my gig he sent me texts on the way he sent me a location map to show where he was at different times and not he's one of very few that do that but i thoroughly encourage it from a promoter's point of view because uh, it certainly does put your mind at rest that you know they're on their way he had a good gig but he was also really genuinely interested in getting feedback for improvement and so on. I think he's going places. On the Thursday gig, he turned up and the first people, the first punters through the door were this couple who'd never, never been to a comedy night before. When I asked them how they found out about the comedy, they were there to see Doug Carter because the fella in the uh, couple had seen a video, a viral video that he'd put out years ago on the tools. And it was amazing to think that Something like that brings in comedy punters to see an act. Doug was thrilled about it. Uh, now they're booking into other gigs as well, this couple. So thank you, Doug. He leaves a very, very positive impression um, before, during and after the gig. And uh, would I book him again? 100% yes. And I recommend other promoters to do the same. Thank you, Doug. Let's give Pablo another call and see if he's got anyone he'd like to thank. I'm just doing the praise bees, guys. Hello, uh, is, is that Pablo? Hello, Mrs. How Pablo. Are How are you doing? Um, have you got anybody you'd like to thank this week? Um, I'd just like to say thank you to everybody that made our wedding day such a magical day. Um, everybody that came along especially to Patreon Sai for being my bitch for the day and also to my bridesmaid Lisa I really couldn't have done it without her um, and to Claire and Dan for, for helping to clear up so yeah thanks everybody thank you not to say I didn't get any praise but yeah. anyway yeah I did notice that well, that's what we've got a little count for, isn't it, eh? Yep, yep. I'd also just like to say praise be to my husband who 
obviously I've put up with for the last 10 years and everybody knows it's because I'm a nurse since my caring nature and you know somebody has to look after him any special needs yes love you Paul oh doesn't that make you sick Hello, I made yeah. her put that yeah. last bit in. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Uh, there we go. That it was like a bloody wedding spear. I felt like I was at the wedding again. Jesus Christ! Did you notice? Didn't thank any of the uh, any of the staff that waited hand, foot, and finger on them all day, and all the people. Yeah, anyway, yeah, I guess that's what happens, isn't it? When you're in your honeymoon paradise, uh, yeah, you lose perspective. And then... Hello, mate. Sorry, mate, it's me again. Uh, on behalf of Mrs Pablo, and further to her praise be, to be fair to her, she has said a lot how brilliant the staff were at the assembly rooms in Norwich, time over and time over. So on behalf of both of us, uh, thank you to all of them. They were fantastic. And also the band. The band were brilliant, mate. They, they, they learned our um, first song. Um, uh, uh, what was it? Last dance, wasn't it? Saved the last dance yeah. for me. They'd learned that off. and really suited the singer's voice, and and we started the night off with that. And uh, it was a lovely moment. That very nice. I uh, really enjoyed that, and the band really sort of rocked and got everybody going. Uh, yeah, and what are they called? They're called Futurescape. Futurescape, excellent. Okay, um, I'll look out for them. Not heard of them before. But anyway, they did a, they did do us proud on the. Yeah, they were very last. good. Yeah, cheers, mate. Bye. Cheers, man. Pablo there, I'll take it back. I'll take it back. They have thanked all the people that worked hand, foot and finger on them on their big day. It does make a difference. Oh, for fuck. Oh, hang on a minute. Hello, Kai. Hello. Uh, yes. Should also send a particular praise be yeah. to uh, the best man. Okay. Uh, John Battersby. Jesus, did you um, not thank him on the day? Yeah, and he was an absolute diamond on the day. Also, just a praise be for all the people that came to the wedding. You spent a lot of money to get there. I realise it's a pain in the ass for people uh, when somebody gets married and they live miles away. Uh, it felt like an absolute privilege for that, to see the room full of people that I know and love and them all being there for a Heidi and myself. Fantastic. Oh, well, it Cheers, certainly sounds like... Uh, thank you, Pablo. It certainly sounds like Pablo is all loved up and it also sounds a bit like he's had a few red stripes today already like he says yeah weddings are expensive things to attend and they can be a bit of a bind but you do it because uh, you've got your friends there i mean for me personally you know dry cleaning a suit mrs kai got a dress especially for the wedding which was lovely and she looked uh, she looked fantastic you know dry cleaning the suit buying a new dress and then we took it out of uh, the wedding money we were going to give pablo and now pablo owes me 84 pounds 60 Parking like a twat in Loddon and Shedgrave, in brackets, the local bit. Now, in parking like a twat today, it doesn't get much better than this, does it, Simon Peck? Not really, no, I actually get to be here. Mr Loddon himself. <laughs> well, I don't oh, know. Chedgrave, isn't Mr. It? Chedgrave. Mr Chedgrave, all yeah. right. Comedy at the White Horse, Simon, um, on parking like a twat. We've never been together to talk about comedy. We won't... Uh, we won't bang on about it too long the room is filling up monthly now it's and great. it has done for some time we've probably had a dip and you 
pulled out the, all the stops to fill that one up. We talked oh. about that on the pod recently when you were running around. You gave, you used up all your all your favour credits yeah, and no, filled I've the room. Got no more credits there. We can't do it again. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's going it's going so well there, and um, the acts love coming there. They love the hospitality that you provide your team, and they all go away saying what a well organised gig. And it's partly down to me knowing how to do the gig in the room but everything else is down to you and your team and it makes a massive difference i think it's really important that when the acts turn up that they might feel welcome um you know i'm i'm there to host them or if i'm not my absence a member of staff is look after them talk to them you want people to come back it's yeah. not the most attractive thing probably for them to drive 200 miles or so to get to a yeah. a tiny little room in Chedgrave in the then, back of a pub and then not have and a green room as well I mean yeah. it's just a thing it's, it's a feature of my gigs now I've made it a feature what, no green room <laughs> provided no green cattle room. class mixed yeah. mix with the animals mix before, yeah. before you perform I yeah. would you know it's nice um it's not a deal breaker for a venue, though. I'd rather have a venue that's run well. If I went into a venue, oh, you haven't got a green room, can't do it here, that would have, um, you know, that can sometimes uh, we, you know, do you out of a good gig. We steal the bowls hut in the summer for that purpose when we're outside, we don't we? We do, yeah. The, the bowls club are, are really, um, well, it's good of them to let us use that for that purpose summertime. Are you bigging up the bowls club? Oh, Is that what you don't want? The, the, the Chedgrave bowls it's club? A one that the Chedgrave bowls club is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And then champions, aren't they? We're, Didn't you win something? No, well, that was last year. You're gonna get you're gonna get me upset. Only as good as your last uh, last time. Yes, we came second in the Beckles League. We got promoted, but we came second in the Beckles League. But there's a movie there because it wasn't Chedgrave on its knees at one point. What the Bowls Club? Yeah, we (coughs) we had a lot of. And then you got together, and then uh, you know it was it. It would make a movie. You Uh, had a spring clean in the middle of in the middle of COVID. with all that crap that was going on and trying to keep the business afloat, um, two of them came to me and started trying to dictate what they were and weren't going to do and what I could and couldn't do. It all stemmed. It one, was, sorry, at one on. point, didn't you have to change the padlock on the door because they, yeah. they wanted to seize back control of the hut? <laughs> they did. <laughs> they they did that and they also stole all the equipment to take with them and, and locked well, it, it up is, in, a, in another bloke's garage. Is stole a, a strong word or did you have to... Re- well, they took it. And we got it back. So, <laughs> if village, if I leave here and that lovely promoter mouth mug that you've given me to drink with coffee out of, I take it with me, and you don't say have that, Simon. I've stolen it. If okay. you then ask me for it back, yeah, okay. But I mean, do you know what it all stemmed out of? This is a crazy cool. thing. It actually stemmed out of this. Do you remember eat out to help out the carnage yes. of all those people? And a bloke turns up on a boat. And he's got his family with him, and they've come for a boating holiday on the Norfolk Broads, and it's his 70th birthday, this guy, right? And he walks into the pub about up or three in the afternoon, and we're just trying to serve the last three lunches before we shut for an hour and open again in the evening, because you know what everybody's like in Norfolk? They just want to get their meal for a tenner and get their discount, yeah. and they'll be yeah. happy. And he says, and it's absolutely pissing it down with rain, so all of the bookings have had to come indoors or under whatever marquees we could find to put up. And it was still sketchy COVID times, really, right. wasn't it? Yeah. It was tricky, right? And the guy says to me, he says, it's my 70th birthday today. Can you get me a table? And I'm like, I can't get you a table because the last one's got to be seated by half past eight because at 10 o'clock I have to stand on a table and shout everybody out. Oh, yeah. Because that was a, that them's the rules, carnage yeah. madness. I said, but I've got the space in the kit. And I was just thinking around it. And he says, look, please, he says, I'm here with all my family. There's eight of us. We just want somewhere to eat. 
So I went, right, if, if you're prepared to accept this, I could do it, come with me. So I went, unlocked the bowls hut, put two picnic benches in there and went, I can serve you in here. We'll put a tablecloth on, we'll put some candles on the table, we'll serve your food in here, you'll have a private waitress. He went, this would be absolutely perfect. Right. So basically, the reason I have or I got a new bowls club was because they got up the arse about me putting somebody or facilitating somebody's 70th birthday in the middle of all that carnage yeah. in their bowls hut. Right. That's how it all happened. Oh, so you turned the bowls hut into a restaurant. Into a temporary dining facility. <laughs> TDF. Serving, <laughs> you serve, yes, what do they call a place where you serve food? A restaurant. Yeah. So or temporary d- dining facility. <laughs> I didn't turn the bowls hut into a restaurant. It sounds very much like you turned the bowls hut into a restaurant. I so. might have used it on that <laughs> one occasion because that I felt it wasn't I wasn't even after the money. Uh, I mean it was bloody no. ridiculous. Uh, I mean the poor bloke, it's his seventieth birthday, he's rocked up with all his family. Can you imagine? Oh, he's got I his, love the way you put the family personal got, spin on it. He's got his his grandchildren there with him. Yeah. They've got the oh, welly boots on. Emotive language, Simon. Umbrella over their head, trying to keep them dry. We had people queuing up outside, it was carnage. Yeah. During the old Panny D, as yeah. uh, as uh, Pablo likes to call it. Um, you used to do your Boris Johnson uh, videos, and people used to go batshit crazy when you put those up. There were thousands of views; they almost went viral. They were on the cusp of viral. The last time, the last time I checked, the original, which was probably over a year ago, was seventy-five thousand views. Wow! I, yeah, <laughs> which is and, mental. And there's me, there's me trying to sell comedy nights and and promoting all this amazing stuff, and I'm, I'm getting like six likes. And then you go, and go on, give us a, give us a, give us a quick forest. <laughs> I don't remember if I could uh, do, do it. What did he used to say? What did he run on about? He did. Well, you didn't used to say uh, anything, really, like, did he? Um, like, um, oh goodness, I can't remember. Summer, summer up my inner Boris. Where was he? No, very important. Uh, in the pandemic times, remember, stay at home, don't go out, don't go out unless it's an essential journey or work-related journey, then you can go out. Don't go out, you can go on public transport's running, so go on the public transport, don't go on the public transport if you're going to a neighbour's house, because you're not allowed to go to a neighbour's house unless you're drinking wine. If you drink wine, you're drinking wine through a vessel, a paper cup, using straw. Yes, that's it, a straw. Mm. Seagull News. It's now time for Seagull News. Dozens of seagulls rescued after falling into vat of cooking oil in Weymouth. 24 seagulls have been rescued by the New England Wildlife Centre after finding their way into a vat of used cooking oil that was in a truck. The gulls were taken in around 8pm Thursday night after being saved from the truck by a Grafton animal control officer. The Wildlife Centre believes that the gulls were attracted by the smell of fried food. Once they landed in the oil, it coated their bodies and wings so they couldn't fly. 
Not all of the birds could be saved. Several birds died from severe injuries and others are in a critical condition. The centre says that the washing process will begin within the next few days once the birds have had time to eat and de-stress. An oiled bird can take up to an hour to wash. We were very thankful that we had our oil spill response kits on hand and were able to help. And grateful to the officer who was able to capture these birds, the New England Wildlife Centre said. There is no update on the condition of the gulls, but the Wildlife Centre is asking for donations to help care for the birds. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths. £4 per week will get you a bit of extra content, but also our eternal gratitude from myself and Pablo. Uh, you'll get kebab reviews and things like that and uh, extra content uh, now and again when we get round to it. And I know Pablo is going to be doing a lot more of that soon. I wonder if he's going to do a kebab review from Jamaica. Jamaican kebab. Let's find out. Let's see if that. Yeah, let's let's see if he's up for that. Um, Hey, Pablo. Hello, mate. It's only me again. Sorry, I won't keep you. I don't want to interrupt your honeymoon there in paradise. <laughs> um, but I was just talking to the uh, listeners and wondering if you fancy doing a kebab review in Jamaica. Not getting a kebab over here, mate. It's not a thing. You won't get a review out of me. Uh, unless you want a mutton curry or a yeah? um, curried goat yeah, or... Yeah, yeah. What's that other stuff you do? Rice and beans. Rice and peas, yeah. Can some of that? Yeah, do that. But it's, uh, it's all a bit samey. Um, all a bit samey? Uh, the the uh, chicken. The uh, yep. jerk chicken, that's really nice. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, go and, yeah, go, and, go and do some jerking then, Pablo, um, and we'll get that maybe for the patrons. Well, he didn't uh, seem too up for the kebab review, but definitely sounded like we might get a rice and peas review. How very, very... Jamaican. Um, maybe he could put some reggae reggae sauce on it as well. Hellfire damnation. In, in this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us has uh, been wronged or where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. That's right. And we've got quite a few up here. Pablo. Oh, let's get him back on the line. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Only me. <laughs> it's only me. Just doing the hellfires. Uh, it seems like you've had a good old think about this one, Pablo. Now, you've put Merry fucking November. Look, probably every year I have a bit of a moan about Christmas happening too early. But I just think that, you know, as soon as Halloween's over, then the adverts come on the telly and... You're in the shops and the displays are all Christmas displays. Just think it's too soon. And I don't think it's good for people's mental health. Christmas should be a nice thing that happens, not something that gives you a sense of bloody dread until you've gotten it out of the way. And I think just, you know, having it having a complete in your face sales pitch from uh, the end of October right through to the bloody New Year sales just takes the magic out of it. That's all I think. Anyway, yeah. Uh, John Lewis, bloody who else? All of advert people, they could all get in a bit. Well, thank you, Pablo. Um, you've also put Patreon's dogs that 
hiss on your shoes outside the Chinese. So after we recorded the pod uh, last week, was it last week? Seems like a long time ago now. But um, I came out of there, went to the Chinese, um, was about to go in and get my get my much needed uh, beef curry and chips, and I bumped into James, Patreon James, who uh, he just wandered out of the uh, swan with his dog. Lovely little thing. Anyway, we were there chatting. I was telling him about a uh, uh, possibility of using uh, different places for um, uh, for video uh, podding, and uh, and you could tell he'd had a few. He'd had a good few. I hadn't. I was desperate to eat. Um, anyways, lovely dog pissed up against the uh, post next to me and all over my shoes. Anyway, that's a patron. Could patrons get away with that? So that uh, if you too want to uh, allow your dog to piss on a promoter mouse shoe, join our Patreon for only £4 a month. Yes, good advice there, Pablo. Thank you very much, mate. And uh, for £4 per month, um, you can let your dog piss on our shoes. And for £8 per month, you can piss on our shoes. Rude bastard assholes and their ADHD twatty little fucking kids who keep banging the back of my seat on a long-haul flight, the little bastard in... Yeah, so rude bastard arseholes with ADHD kids. Um, see, the thing is with this kid, he was only, what, 18 months, two years old, a cute little thing, and a 10-hour flight is long enough, really. I mean, I can't sit still for bloody 10 minutes, and I don't, the kid's never going to do it. But on a 10-hour flight, uh, you don't need this kid bouncing around, hitting your chair, and we were, you know, it sounds like the worst ever moans. We're off to a tropical bloody paradise. But we'd been up since, like, st- really stupid o'clock. The flight was at 8 o'clock, which means he got me at the airport for 5, which means he got to wake up, get dressed, showered, and get to the airport. So you work it back. You're not getting more than three hours kip. And then you're on a 10 hours flight. You're hoping to catch up with a bit of kip. And this kitty. Well, he'd, he'd probably slept through it. Oh, you know what kids are like. Anyway, bouncing around, kicking the chairs, and the parents not saying a thing. I've started off with evils, like to the parents, not taking a blind bit of notice. And then we've actually had to say to the child, would oh, you mind not doing that, please? Thinking the parents, might, that might pique their interest. But no, no, just carried on. And you don't want to be in a bad mood or having bloody uh, air age incidents on your honeymoon. So we sort of suck it up, sucked it up a little bit. But anyway, I guess I sort of knew at the time that that little bastard was going straight into the pits of hell on this pod. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all feel for you, Pablo. We really do. Uh, you know, having you know a noisy child next to you on a flight to a tropical paradise where you're going to spend two weeks sitting by the sea drinking all you can drink, cocktails and beer. I know. Thank you for putting that in. We all listening feel very strongly that uh, that was the right thing to do um you've also put dickheads who think it's acceptable to bring their own speaker system to the pool blasting everyone out when there's already music playing the silly bastards yeah yeah um i can see a theme here pablo um oh mrs pablo's put one in different time zones that make you dead tired when you're on holiday now enough I'm going to put one in here, and it's this. I've put 
Caribbean humble-bragging bombaclats, complaining about trivial things and then adding suffixes like ooh, when I'm at the airport, ooh, on my flight, um, ooh, when I'm on holiday, when I'm by the pool, things like that. Ooh, ooh the blooming stray flea bag cats that sleep under my sunbed when I'm, when I'm on my dream honeymoon in paradise. Get in the Get in the bin! Well, contrition. Now, I've got an apology to make. I felt really bad about this. I was in your pub the other day looking for my microphone stand. Right. And I called you. Yes. And I had you on WhatsApp on speakerphone because I, I, I was looking around for it, uh, for the mic stand, and you found it for me. Well, uh, well, you told me where remotely. it was. Remotely. What I did, though, was I was in such a hurry to get to the gig that I kept the phone on speakerphone and just grabbed the mic and went out. And then you were talking to me on the speakerphone and you said, oh, what time does the comedy start tonight? Because you turned up there. Right, yeah. And I was walking through the bar area going, eight o'clock. Yeah, it's eight o'clock. Eight. Sorry, I can't hear what? So I, I lost you there. Yeah, eight, eight. So, and as I was leaving the thing, and as I walked past a table full of, uh, there was probably about five blokes sat on a table. Paying customers. Yeah. One of them went, prick. <laughs> and I'd like to apologise to anybody, because I never do speaker phones in pubs. <laughs> I never do that. And I'd like to apologise, uh, because, yeah, I felt, as I left going to my car, all I could hear was this the word prick, and I thought, yeah, actually, I am. I'm an absolute prick for doing that. Yeah, eight o'clock, eight o'clock. Yeah, yeah, it's eight. It's, All right, mate, bye. Do you remember Don Jolly? Was it a bit like that? I'm on the phone! It was, because I wasn't thinking, because I was in such a hurry, um, I could have not shouted into my speakerphone. It was in my hand, and I'm walking, and I was looking quite smart as well, ready for a gig, and yeah, prick. And oh, yeah, I, I agree. Um, and finally... This has never happened before. Um, I'm going to apologise to the um, the proprietor of the White Horse Pub. <laughs> do you know him? Well, Simon Peck. Um, I've never had to do this face-to-face. Normally, I'm not very good at apologising, but um, uh, I made a comment. It was a throwaway comment, that was all. Mm. Um, a throwaway comment um, when Pablo said that there was no draft ale being served at his wedding. And you said? Oh, is Simon Peck doing the bar? That's very naughty, isn't it? Well, Simon... But it had more connotations than you realised. Do you know what actually happened as a result of that? <laughs> what actually happened? Okay. I was in Gary Schilling's truck on the way to Sol Bay to play indoor bowls. Oh. Right? Yeah. And he played that to me <laughs> on the way in the truck. And I was so upset that I just went off my game. <laughs> oh, so you, you cost you cost our team a game. We'd have we'd have won that game over at Soul Bay had it not been for your hurtful comments. Well, that's which I, I had to happen to hear because Gary, being a friend, thought I need to let Simon know about this. Yeah, I'm a bit of an awkward situation here. I well, like Kai. I listened to him on the podcast free of charge because I'm too bloody tight to subscribe. The ferry man. The ferry man. Yeah. Um, he, you have to be careful with him, you know. Why? He's very, very sensitive. <laughs> very, very sensitive. <laughs> he gets very upset very easily. 
he came up to me. He said, I love the podcast. It's so good. Uh, I, you know, I, you, I do laugh when uh, all the things you say. And he's even now giving it out to other people to listen. Oh, listen to this. This is fun. Well, he did me. Yeah. That's how I knew you'd been. But it's not worth me. a pound a week. I bet he spends more than that on, I don't know. I'll tell you what. What newspaper does he read? I bet he spends more on newspapers. Than no, he, no, he can't read, can he? <laughs> He's got three electric bikes. And no Patreon membership. But uh, I will apologise then, Simon. Not only did um, uh, the draft L comment, it was not fair, um, but I didn't realise how sensitive you were and that you can't hold your nerve when playing bowls. I didn't realise. I'm sorry. I didn't well, re- <laughs> it's not just me. It's Gavin and Gary. I mean, they were with me. It's the team, isn't it? Well, the team needs no. I, I, I think what what's happened here is um, you're now passing the blame and trying to spread <laughs> the responsibility of winning that title. Are you the captain? Yeah, I might be. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Thrown um, off my game. Doesn't happen often where I actually have to give an apology face to face. Have I got my fingers crossed behind my back? Yes, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Go um, I'm going to plug my gig with you on the first of December. So who have you got coming on the 1st of December, Kai? Well, if my memory serves me correct, we have several really good acts on. Now, we have um, Earl Oakin. I love Earl. Earl's coming back. And Steve Day. Brilliant. He's, um, he's a, an act. He's a deaf comedian. He's, he's Britain's only deaf comedian. Eh? Well, <laughs> he's Britain's only deaf comedian. And he says that if there is another one, he's not heard of them. <laughs> and <laughs> That's quite good. And um, and we've also got Mark Ia, who's um, an um, up and coming act in the middle with another one, TBC, and Earl Oakin though, love Earl. That'll do. December the second sold out in Wingfield, and December the seventh in Beckles. We got Andy White. Remember Andy? Af- I don't remember Andy. Afro. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Andy White. I know now. They love Big him. Afro hair and yeah. Yes. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, great um, act. And Ashley Freeze, a musical comedian. We've got Josh Watmore, really good act. And Mark again, who's also very good. So it's another nice evening. Anyway, Simon, yes. let's draw this one to a close for now. Is there any message you'd like to give to the, the good people of Lodden Chedgrave and the surrounding world? You know, we had, um, we had about... Surrounding world? We had about 250 downloads uh, from Belgium last week. How did that happen? Fuck knows. <laughs> I it? have no idea. We talked about Belgium the week before. And then all of a sudden it just happened. And then happened. we had a massive spike from Who Belgium. Knows? Weird. Very, very strange. But um, there was that. Um, anything you'd like to sign off with, Simon Peck? Sign off I don't with. know how, when or where, when we'll get the chance to do this again. But I hope you, you seem much more relaxed. You were quite nervous to start. I was very nervous. I've been on stage in front of hundreds of people. And you've been on the radio me. and everything, haven't I you? Know, it doesn't bother me normally when I've got a script to work to and I've learned something, but yeah, trying yeah. to just be yourself is a little more, more difficult. But you weren't, were you? You were trying to be Pablo. Well, yeah, badly. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have been better to say you've got Boris Johnson here and I'd have done the whole thing as Boris what, Johnson. What I'd like to know <clears throat> is, uh, or what I'd like to see is people's kind of realisation, that's not Pablo, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> there will be that. Do you think they actually think it for about five seconds? Will they? Will they know it's me though? Until you say no, who they it won't is? know it's you. No, I think P- Pablo reckon? might. No, well, no, I don't know who's going to think that, that's Simon Pat. That's yeah. a twat from the White Horse nipped in there to promote himself again. That's probably what they'll be thinking, isn't it?
Hello, mate. I don't know how you're going to do this pod, mate. It's all over the place. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's going to sound like the Kenny Everett show or something, isn't it? But, um, well, it's all done in the best possible taste. It's a bit more straight, I suppose. Yeah. But it, look, I mean, it, it could be really interesting. I think it will be. I for that. Oh, it's going to be a big bag of shards. Oh. Uh, okay, well, I'll... Um, we'll let the listeners decide. Well, I'll, I'll, Cheers, man. We will let them decide, Pablo. Thanks. That's, uh, that's filled me with uh, confidence here as I try and muddle together a pod all of them my lonesome um yeah you um you carry on there pablo you carry on sitting by the pool in the lovely warm jamaican breeze with a red stripe in your hand a nice cold red stripe with your new wife sitting on your lap with a bloody i don't know pina colada penis colada more like anyway thanks for that Confidence boost initiated. Ah, oh, for fuck! What see? What 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 do you want now? Hello, hello. Another thing that's just happened is that yeah. I've been uh, tipping in Mexican, right? Because we did get some, and and I know I wasn't going to get any, but we did get some, and basically a hundred dollar bill is worth about fifty pence. So I've been giving them two, thinking I'm giving them a quid. I know it's just been pointed out to me that the. Uh, the the hundred dollar bills that I've been given, they're actually not legal tender. Ooh. So uh, either that or that they don't actually like Mexican money and I'm not giving them enough. But like, you just passed it back and said use that as a souvenir. Anyway, so yeah. what the hell is he giving Mexican money to Jamaicans for? No wonder they're giving it back to him. Oh, oh, uh, hang on. Sorry, mate, it's me again. Yeah, yeah. Just realised that I've been tipping in Mexican. I'm not in Mexico. I'm in uh, uh, Jamaica. We were just talking about that. Um, different, different in it. Yeah. But I, I have been giving them um, Jamaican. So the woman at the Bureau de Change was right about tipping. So let's just put this to bed. The yeah. Bureau de Change woman was is still an bed. Okay. Well, she was, and she probably still is. I'm sure. Sh- and yeah. uh, she was wrong. Um, dollars. I wanted more for um, for tips. That's the thing. Right. Uh, I just bought some uh, Jamaican dollars. Okay. Because I saw on a YouTube video that they uh, they like it when you go for a cafe or something to eat, or if you buy something outside of the resort. Oh, really? So that's why I did that. Oh, good. Um, anyway, consequently, I got fucking thousands of them. Oh. Literally about forty-two thousand dollars. I think the currency's fucked. Oh, wow. But, yeah, got, got loads of the things and. Uh, Literally can't get rid of them. So oh. She was bang wrong. Oh, I'm so sorry, Pablo. Let's... Anyway, see you later. <laughs> okay. So, Thanks, mate. I, th- I think the uh, cocktails are going to be out a bit. All right, bye-bye. Anyway, see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Fucking hell. Um, I'm so sorry to hear that, Pablo. Let's put that in Hellfire as well, shall we? Oh, being in a paradise resort and having too many dollars. Get in the bean. I'm sick of this. Literally sick of it. I preferred him when he wasn't married. You wouldn't believe he was on his honeymoon in paradise, the way he's going on. Um, I think he's been at the all-you-can-drink red stripe fridge, hasn't he? Jesus Christ. Uh, Yeah, so, um, well, this is going well, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, not again. Just get back on it, Pablo. Go and get on your wife, will you? Hi, mate. Hi, how are you doing? Just realised, Kai, I'm yep. actually in heaven. Oh. I'm sat on the beach with a, uh, a, a rum and coke. Yep. 
beautiful sunshine. Oh, lucky you. And I've been asked to actually moan. Yeah. I've been asked to moan. Mm. This moaning is with purpose. Yes. I've never felt more alive. Oh, thank, thanks, thank thanks, you. mate. Thanks. Jesus Christ. Um, do you think he's missing me? I think that's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> Fucking hell, if that's him again, I swear to God. Hello, mate. How you doing? Just got told off yeah. by Heidi for saying, not adding with Heidi. Oh. After the Roman cult. Uh, okay. Thanks, mate. That's great. Thanks. That's um, that's just what I want to hear. Oh, he's in heaven. He's alive. No, great. Well, yep. Yeah, I'm sitting here too, Pablo. I'm sitting here with a promoter mouth mug with cold coffee in that started to grow a skin on it. All right. Um, so let's not go there whilst I put together a podcast all alone. You carry on, mate. I'm okay. Now then, what's next? Um, I think... Oh, Jesus. Wept. Uh, It's him again. I might put it on... I might just fucking mute him. I might just mute... um... Hello, mate. How are you doing? All right. Another thing, the bit where we're sw- swimming in now, the bit, yeah. a bit of paradise. Oh, I'm glad you it's added. It's actually got yeah. quite busy. It's full of uh, middle-aged people. Yeah. So I went out for a bit of a swim. Oh, do you Then I suddenly thought, if they're all in here pissing, Ooh. it could be a bit grim. Yeah. Anyway, see you later, mate. Thanks, Cheers. mate. Thanks. Thanks for that update about the piss in the sea. Okay. Oh, maybe we should put that into Hellfire and Damnation. Ooh, middle-aged people pissing in the sea uh, in paradise. Get in the bin, Jesus. Um, and I'm, oh, I'm, so, I'm so happy you added the word paradise. We all think that's great. Not again, for right. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Hello, Kai. Hi, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm Speaking good. Speaking of saying hello, there's a chap in the uh, in, in the lobby uh, called Matthew, lovely guy. Okay. Every time I walk past him, he knows my name and he, he wants to fist bump me. Yeah. And it's fine for the first 20 times. But what, I'm one of these people who keeps going back to the room to, like, charge the phone or collect something. I never, I never remember everything to bring out. And consequently, every time I go in and out, I have to fist bump this guy. Oh. And uh, I'll be honest, I, I think he wishes that he didn't start you now. He sees me and he has to keep it up. And uh, I'm thinking, just, you know, just, just nod and say hello, like in a glum English way. Okay. But it's all full on, you know what I mean? So I tried uh, dodging him before, but he still spotted me. And that's a fist bump him. So there you go. Is there no end? Thanks, Pablo. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Is there no end to the fun you're having? Um, let's pop that one in Hellfire as well, shall we? People who, be, who are being friendly consistently. I'm not sure whether Pablo's cut out for uh, Paradise. Um, I think he should come back to Loddon. Quick sharp. Hello, mate. Come on. All right, mate. This I've got... got to sign off now. Heidi's just coming out of the sea with a flaccid lilo thing. Um, and I think we're probably going to do something else soon. Yeah. So uh, Go and do something else, please. Catch you later. Yeah. Um, good luck with mixing the pod. Fuck sure off. will be fine. Uh, yeah, anyway. yeah. Tell me Take care, it. mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, mate. Bye. Hello. Hello, Kai. Hi, uh, Just waiting for a red stripe, so uh, I thought I'd uh, 
give you a quick call. Have you really just phoned me up to tell me you're waiting for a red stripe? Pablo, please, go and just go. How are you getting on with Mrs Pablo? You won't believe this, but she was just uh, having a go at me moaning. Um, so I had a go at her moaning at me. Um, I guess that's married life. I mean, she's probably got a point, to be fair. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. You haven't What's heard... that like moaning? I don't like being moaned at. You haven't heard what I've said about you, mate. All right, bye-bye, bye. Bye. I'm sick of this. Right, OK. Turn my phone off there. No more, no more of that nonsense. Um, let's sign off. Uh, goodbye, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed that. Little peek through the Jamaican window. A little piece of paradise for you all. It is a bit of a weird one. I'm sorry it's been a little late being released as well. But there's a reason for that. Um, let's not go into it. Thank you very much, everybody, for sticking around for this. This paradise-filled podcast. We'll see you next time. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.